The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. My first guest today is Chris Stout. He is the founder of VeteransCommunityProject.org. Veterans Community Project is dedicated to supporting every man, woman, and woman who took the oath for our country. We are determined to, this is them speaking, they are determined to make a difference in the lives of homeless veterans, a task accomplished by the community for the community. For homeless veterans, if I didn't have you at Homeless Veterans and providing support for them, you might want to turn off your radio right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys don't remember, we had a Chris about, uh, wow. January of this year and he served in the military he was injured in Afghanistan and since then he's made his life mission to serve and improve the quality life for veterans amazing Mr. Chris Stout thanks for being with us this morning thank you guys so much for having me again I appreciate it you bet man I it was funny I uh I, I made Chris scramble yesterday so I really appreciate you getting on with us so early um where are you at what time is it over there so it's uh it's about five thirty. Uh, I actually, when you guys sent me a note, I was in Denver, uh, and then I'm back in Kansas City today. So, oh my gosh, well, we really, really appreciate it. I was like, so I'm doing this thing today, and I was like, I really want to uh, to have somebody on that like kind of really embodied what I'm talking about today. And I heard your story, and I was so moved. And I, it's really quick. Like before we get into uh, what Veterans Community Project does, can you just tell me a little bit about your background and like why you decided to make this like one of your torchbearing uh, issues? Yeah, you know, I mean, you guys said a, a bit of it. I served in the military. Um, I got out, but I think the the basis of it is is you know I really struggled when I got out. You know, I bounced from job to job to job. Yep. And then finally, I I landed at a job uh, where I worked with vets, and I think that was the synopsis of it. I felt like I really thrived where um, I was able to connect with guys, and then you know through that. I saw just these gaps in services where guys are just falling through the cracks and uh, they couldn't get the help or they were just kind of passed from person to person to person via the telephone and uh, they were struggling. And it was at that point I realized, you know, no wonder, you know, we have 20 or 22 vets a day, you know, choosing to go that route or, you know, they're living on the street or they're, you know, not saying, Hey, I want help or I need help. And, uh, you know, I just kind of felt like if vets said, let's help each other, you know, we could do it better. And so that's, that's how I got to where I'm at today. Outstanding. So, so what, so real briefly, so veterans community project. So you guys go and build houses for homeless veterans. Yeah. I think that's what we're known for is the, the tiny houses. Yeah. You know, we've, uh, the 240 square foot, uh, little homes. I mean, a lot like the barracks that we lived in. They have like a little kitchenette and bathroom and a bed. Um, you know, I, I always joke, you know, I, I try to build them nice enough to where when my wife kicks me out, I have somewhere I could go. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, housing with dignity, right? Just a, a, a place and a, a, a home that these guys can't say no to. Um, you know, a better version of a shelter, if you will. Um, but, you know, we also provide wraparound services. You know, the idea is to kind of address everything that got them to where they needed the tiny home. Why did you why did you settle on, uh, you know, looking directly at the homeless? And like, like why not like, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of good, uh, uh, like 22 kill, like kind of, uh, you mentioned that, like, uh, why did you tend to go towards, instead of like maybe suicide or like, uh, you know, any other veterans issues, why did you hone in on homelessness? Well, I think, the, the original piece was we wanted to create a place that was designed to say yes first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of places are 
kind of created to weed out different categories of veterans. All right. You served in this area. Uh, you served for this time period or uh, for this many days, um, you know, post 9-11, that, that type of thing, honorably discharged, dishonorable discharge, that type of thing. And we're like, you know what? Oh, you served? We're going to serve you. That was what we want to do first, right? Yeah. We say yes. And then, uh, oh, we're going to house you because we realized that that's step one. And then we figured that that will solve the, the, the whole 22 thing, right? Mm. We, like, we figure it's a step-by-step process. You know, I think all that stuff is a trauma-based thing, yeah. right? The homeless, the, the, the PTSD, the, the wanting to, um, you know, the suicidal ideation thing, all that stuff. But if we can just be warm and welcoming and create this place that where vets want to go and hang out, then, you know, that's step one. Step two, create a place where they can get the services that they need, whether it's housing whether that's uh, free transportation, food, you you know, emergency financial assistance, you name it, we're that place. So, Chris, how Chris, how long have you been doing this? How how old is uh, your uh, organization? So we're just a little over three years old right now. So in that three years, are do you see a how are things getting as far as uh, do you see uh, veterans' issues worse now than they were three years ago, or is it improving, staying the same? Well, I think. Overall, if you look at the big system, I think uh, whenever you address it as a whole, I think the community says, "Oh, that's a that's a it's a government problem." You know, whenever they should be seeing it as a community problem. Yes. I think if we looked at it differently, um, it, I hope that makes sense. You know, it, totally. If you look at it as a government problem, then yeah, it's getting a lot worse. Mm. If you look at it as a community problem, then it could be getting a lot better. You know, if we address everybody, I mean, these are community people, you know, they're going out and serving us, you know, big picture wise, but they're coming back to our communities. And I think that's where the big disconnect is. And that's why it seems like it's getting so much worse, you know, and they're getting forgotten about, they're getting kind of neglected. And I think that's ultimately the disconnect. You know, it is a, it is problematic. You know, um, in my limited experience in and and doing uh, service projects, I, I you know there's always this one story that always sticks out in your mind, like that really gets you. Do you have one of those stories? Is there one story where you help someone and you're like, wow, that's this is the reason why I'm doing this? So for us, you know, when we got into doing what we do, and you know, a lot of people are like, well, why do you guys serve? You know, we serve a large umbrella. You know, we serve anybody that's ever taken an oath, and that's regardless of their discharge status, you know, time and service. And so we get, you know, there's a lot of explaining that goes along with that, you know, and that's a, it's irrelevant whether it's National Guard or Reserve, right? Yeah. But for us, that one story is, is you know, we were serving, you know, a, a 12-year veteran. And, uh, you know, he had three deployments under his belt. He had two Purple Hearts and he had a dishonorable discharge because he had multiple DUIs. Mm. But for us, you know, we're like our impression or our understanding was, you know, he had 12 years of honorable service and he was discharged because he was self-medicating for post-traumatic stress. You know, if, let's just get real with what was going on. Oh, man. You know, he was discharged during a, a, a time where 
more than likely, most commanders were just putting people out because they needed people in and they need people to deploy. And he just wasn't getting the help that he needed. You know, we were able to kind of bring him in and get his discharge status upgraded to where he was able to get all the benefits he needed. Wow. And that that's why we serve the people that we serve, because we recognize that not everybody, you know, walking around with that discharge status that they have, has it for the right reason. That's devastating. I hope that makes sense. That is de- oh, that, totally. And that, that's devastating. I mean, if you're a veteran, especially like a lot of times when your skills don't translate, you know, like, okay, so you can shoot a 50 cal machine gun, you know, on the back of a Humvee. That doesn't really help you get a job in the outside world. But like one thing you do have is that honorable, you know, discharge status. And if you don't have that, then you're in even worse shape than you were without having any kind of skills that translate over into the private sector. So oh, that's that is just devastating. Chris, hey, um, so if, if I'm a veteran and I'm, I'm having a hard time, I need to get in touch with you. Or if I'm someone listening to this radio broadcast right now and I'm like, you know, heck, yeah, I want to donate and help this project. How do I find you? veteranscommunityproject.org. I mean, that's always the best place to, to, to hit us up. All of our information's there. Um, you know, and, and we're expanding, uh, Denver, St. Louis, Nashville. So we're, we're, we're growing very rapidly. And I think the last time uh, we spoke, you know, we hadn't kind of gotten to all those cities, but, uh, you know, we should have houses on the ground this time, uh, next year in Denver. So we're, we're moving very, very fast. So, yeah, come see us. Outstanding, brother. We really appreciate you coming on so early. And, uh, man, I'm, like, shooting some prayers out for you and a lot of love and support. Uh, you're doing some amazing work. Thanks so much for coming on with us, brother. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet, Chris. That's Chris Stout. Hey. VeteransCommunityProject.org. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.